0: This is the Thundercast. Christian Esparza coming at you with Parker Haney. Parker, let's just roll right into things. And first up, I want to talk about SU softball. Uh, they started their season officially over the weekend. They played at the Mike Candrea Classic. Did you hear how the games went or no?
1: I did not, but I have their schedule pulled up here in uh, tough games so obviously i mean big time opponents you know yeah. we're playing the number nine team in the nation number two team in the nation so it's a, it's a big time tournament to be involved in which is you know huge in in and of itself the the mike Candria
0: classic uh, is apparently a, a big one so they open up the tournament uh 22 to 1 loss to the university of arizona they are ranked ninth in the nation then an 11 to 0 loss against alabama they played Arizona again, lost that one 15-0. Bama's number two team in the nation. Yeah, Bama's number two in the nation. So, uh, and then they wrapped up the tournament with eight to zero losses against Oregon State and the University of New Mexico. But yeah, just tough, tough opening. Um, like you said, the nationally ranked teams. Like, come on. Yeah. Like what? No, I, I think I think I, it's
1: just good out good to get out there and you know yeah. see what they're even made. I think we're going to get a lot better tail, obviously, during this Campbell cartier Classic. You know, we play CSUN, California Baptist, San Diego State, Army. You know, some teams that are, I, I, in my opinion, are a little more reasonable. Obviously, don't know a ton about. Yeah. You know the the collegiate softball, NCAA collegiate softball rankings, but and and who the powerhouses are. But obviously, when you're playing teams that
0: you are know nationally ranked, right, are nationally ranked. It's it's going to be a tough outing, but. I do want to give we a shout out run. to, uh, yeah, Riley Williams. Uh, she scored the lone point for SUU uh, off a home run in their first game against the University of Arizona. Riley was on an earlier episode of the Thundercast uh that had to have been back in probably october yeah, september while, yeah. october it was a while ago during though. the lull of fall sports <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> true we had nothing to talk about riley's super cool though she came on the show she talked about softball a little bit enlightened parker and i with some of her knowledge um we still don't know a whole lot but um over the break i interviewed riley and her mom her mom is the head coach of softball uh don don williams super funny both very very charismatic people very kind Uh, They're awesome people, but uh, yeah, hopefully SCU softball can get their stuff turned around this week. um, Yeah, mostly mostly, classic. Yeah, mostly just have a bunch of tournaments coming up. Um,
1: Yeah, I feel like that's usually how baseball and softball both go. Right. um, Before we'll actually get into any kind of conference play, so there's a bunch of random tournaments. Um, I don't know if any of them are home. There are some St. George ones. Oh, cool. Dixie State puts on a big tournament. Yeah, so the Dixie State tournament comes early March. Um, where they play Dixie State, New Mexico, University of Maine, University of Wisconsin, and the University of Maine again um, in St. George. But that's that's looking like the only home game they'll have during their preseason run of, of non-conference games.
0: Then it picks up like late March, correct? Yeah, March in, 25th will be their the first conference
1: game. We'll have a one, two, three, four, five, six home game stretch. Let's go! Where we play the University of Northern Colorado home, University of Northern Colorado home, University of Northern Colorado home. Jeez! <laughs> no, so we'll have a Yeah, That's three rough. game series of UNC at home, and then we'll have a three game series of the University of Montana at home. That's so, so sick! That I sick. I
0: really enjoy watching softball, even though I don't know much about it. But yeah, it's like it's hard opening up. You know, you go to sutbirds.com. Look at the schedule, like holy crap, they lost twenty two to one. Yeah. But then like you said, you have to realize number one, first tournament of the year, you don't know really what to expect. Yeah, number you have two, no idea what to expect. Yeah, number two Arizona is a Yeah, a, it's against
1: the number nine team in the nation and it was right. at Arizona, right? Like they're so, playing at home. Like every advantage was towards Arizona. But yeah. Yeah. Don't don't expect me and Christian to give a ton of insight into uh <laughs> Into softball, the best way we're going to get that inside is by having some yep. guests on, and we'll that see what we can swing. <laughs> that is what getting guests for. during the season. But um,
0: I like that pun.
1: Yeah. Oh <laughs> w. Let's. We don't uh, play a lot of conference games
0: for softball. Yeah, it's weird. I wonder maybe not every Big Sky team has softball. I have no idea. Oh yeah,
1: I don't know. But so yeah, so there's we'd go in three game series. So we have Montana, like I said, UNC Montana. Then we go at Weber State. Then we go uh, at Portland State. And then Idaho State home and Sac State home, and that's or at it. Sac State, and that's it. Huh? Those are the only Big Sky teams that we play.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of those two, I don't know for sure.
1: I guess maybe a they don't. Them, but then we have a—they still have a Big headers. Sky tournament. Yeah. They're all triple headers.
0: They're all triple headers. Yeah,
1: we play all of them three times.
0: Like on the same day.
1: Oh no! Yeah, so they, it's it's a two-day thing. So they play two on the first day, and then oh, okay, one the next day, and then huh. the Big Sky conference tournament is may 11th through the 14th
0: that's super late that's after graduation yeah that's weird
1: that is weird i remember that though because remember we had a we had our best finish in the big Sky tournament last year i think oh yeah yeah yeah. Or something like that or maybe we got our first win in the big ci tournament for softball cool stuff though so
0: yeah don't consider this the official preview for softball um we'll do some more homework you know yeah we'll. Uh, yeah
1: we'll more. just try and have somebody on even if it's not a softball player just somebody who's a little more involved we're just not necessarily in that vein so yeah we try and do what we can but all we really got is just looking at the schedule and stuff
0: let's shift focus now to uh basketball let's go women's basketball first today is monday they play at home tonight 6 30 that is against the university of northern colorado they had a rough week last week so uh they played monday against montana then Thursday they had a, a makeup game that was kind of scheduled last minute against Montana State, and then they played Saturday against Sac State. So counting tonight's game, that's four games in in a week in seven yeah. days. Yeah, that's unreal. So that's a lot of games to be playing. Yeah, they went one and Especially two last a tough, week. Yeah,
1: tough tough games to be playing,
0: right? Like right against good teams. And that's so luckily. The game that we did win last week was against Montana State. They were, at the time, number one in the big sky. Yeah, it's a huge win. We beat them and knocked them off. Um, unfortunately – In overtime. Yeah, overtime win. It was super exciting. This we have a Thursday's thing for game. winning
1: by 10 in overtime. We, beat, we were stayed by 10 in overtime, and then Women's we beat Women's basketball has Montana a thing State. for
0: having more close games than not close games, <laughs> yeah. and, and I can't handle it, but it's fun. Yeah. But I honestly – I don't think we win that game. If it was like a regu- regularly scheduled game, um,
1: right, the randomness they,
0: of it, yeah, like these teams found out basically Wednesday night, I think, or maybe Wednesday morning that they had a game Thursday, so you look at it from montana state's perspective it 's like, oh, last second we have to travel to Cedar City playing this game that we had no prep for, yeah, and then we take them to overtime and beat them, um obviously, it wins a win, so I 'm happy' I'm yeah, i I brought it
1: up a bunch of times, I was on the call with spencer and and I was like. Yo, I think the fact that like this game was so random is kind of helpful
0: to To us definitely.
1: Yeah, to us because it was b- well but then then I also said the same thing about the reason that we went oh of thirteen from three, right? Is yeah. because humans are just very habitual by nature, right? And it's just you're you're in a habit of playing Monday, yeah, Saturday, Monday is when you play games. Or I guess Monday and Saturday, but when you toss in a random game and now you're not prepped, you don't have the proper lead up to the game. You don't have the proper practices up to the game. Just kind of random. You just kind of toss it in there. Yeah. It it was kind of refreshing to see because it felt like both teams were just like, you know, we don't really know what to do. We're just going to come out here and we're going to try and play. Yeah. It was a fun game. It was a fun game to call. But, yeah, it was a huge, huge win. Beat Montana State. They were number one in the conference. And then, like you were saying, Sac State had them at home Saturday and that was and a, tough lost, one. a tough one because at one point had a, had a big lead in the had a double quarter. digit lead in yeah. the
0: fourth and then uh from i wasn't able to watch the game um from what i heard though i think sharita Darty went to the bench she was injured i don't know if she ended up missing the rest of the game or from that point on it was just kind of scu lost all momentum but yeah, another something. factor too like that's their th- that was their third game of that week. of yeah. the week. So it's like understandable yeah. if this team was exhausted. And also
1: I didn't I mean I didn't realize this. I, we we had been looking at the standings, but I mean Sac State is right there. Yeah, I mean, Sac they're, State's they're right. They're 9 and right 5. They've the won four in a row.
0: And the they have also beat uh Northern Colorado recently, which is who we played tonight. Right. Um and I think they might have beat Idaho State. they I think Sac State is 9 and 1 in their last 10. Oh, yeah, that's – I mean, that's huge. That's crazy. They're peaking at the right time. Yeah,
1: Montana State was on that eight-game win streak until yep. they played us. So, all all the teams at the top of the conference are really playing well right now. And yeah. you can't say the Southern Utah didn't play well, right? Because no, we wait. had a 10-point lead in the fourth. You yeah. know, like, we're playing well. Maybe the exhaustion caught up to them. We'll see kind of what happens here tonight against Northern Colorado. But, you know, all all of the top teams – for the women, are, are playing well and playing well at the right time.
0: Yeah, it's definitely tough, and I'm glad you bring up tonight because, I mean, after Saturday's game, they had Sunday off. Then all of a sudden, they're right back to playing again. Yeah. So let's look forward to the rest of, you know, the next couple weeks now that the standings have shifted around. Their their closing slate of games is pretty challenging. They play Northern Colorado tonight. They play Montana State later this week. Next week, they play Montana, and then they're going to wrap up their season with the game against Idaho State, well, I guess they played Weber State last, but before that right, they played right. Idaho they'll State. Right, they'll play Idaho State. So, it is at
1: home, though, but, yeah, I mean, Idaho State is really good.
0: Montana State, Montana, and Idaho State are the top three teams, right, in the conference?
1: No, but they're all top five, right? Because that's, that's what five, I was saying. Yeah. Sac State is 9-5 and five now, but yep. Montana only has five losses as well. They just haven't played enough games. Right. right? So, so it's, it's still going to be against all top five teams. Idaho State will be at home. Montana State will be at Montana. Uh, and then Montana's gonna be on the road. So But
0: both against Montana the number. Games yeah,
1: at. against the number one team though, I mean that's gonna be a big one. Yeah. Yeah. And that's then huge. both of those are home, right? So we'll have Idaho State and Weaver State at home. And yeah. Weaver State is I mean, just any time you play Weaver
0: State is an in state in state thing, so it's gonna be a tough one, but So if nothing else, I mean you look at tonight's game against Northern Colorado and then uh, February twenty first they play NAU. Tonight and that game are must win. Yeah, absolutely. Must win. No ifs, ands, and buts about it. Absolutely. Must win games. Yeah,
1: and we'll, and we'll do a little bit of a deeper dive probably second to last week before conference starts about, you know, who's close to getting a bye and things like that. I'm not exactly sure how the tournament's yeah. set up, whether it's the first four teams or first two teams get a bye, something like that. But, so we'll yeah. do a deeper dive, but always seeding is going to be important.
0: So now let's switch and talk about men's basketball. Uh, first, I mean, holy crap, they smacked Sacramento State.
1: Dude, a huge, huge win. I I mean, obviously, we were supposed to beat Sac State, but it was just a huge win as far as, like, we came out firing and coming off of a tough loss against Montana. Yeah. Like, we came out firing, and we looked good. We looked really, really good. And I thought there was a lot of cause for concern because of the loss against Montana, and I just thought that we looked really bad. Right. Even though we were, you know – probably could have been there down the stretch made a nice push but i i just i I was texting with Hayden and I was like I am so terrified for this team because when you really break down our schedule a lot of our wins have come against the bottom half of the conference because yep. we just haven't played enough of the top teams and now we're getting into this really tough stretch playing against the top teams and we want to be playing good and right playing and playing good yeah and I think that what we did to Sac State was so relieving to me because I understand that we are supposed to beat Sac State, but the best teams do exactly what you expect them to do against the bad teams. Right. And and that's what happened, especially for a team that, or I mean, I guess right, like when we played Portland State, probably should have beat Portland State pretty good too, but they took us to overtime and yep. we barely won. Right. Like, so it's those kind of things that that had me worried, but that Sac State game was very reassuring to me.
0: We didn't say the score; it was an eighty-three to fifty-seven win. Yeah. Um, and like you say, and you I mean, expect- we we had our uh, like.
1: We were up 20 in the first yeah, half, I yep. think, and, and we're playing a lot of bench players. We had a lot of guys get minutes, which was awesome. I love
0: to see it. But Yeah, love to see it. Um, you expect the good teams to beat the bad teams. But, right. like, for us to come out and win by 26. Yeah. Like, well,
1: and, like, being so genuine, I have watched almost every single game that this team has played. Yeah. And, and they just looked good. I literally can think of one game where they started the first five minutes of the game playing how they should, and that was when Dixie State played in the AFEC. Yeah. That's the only time this team has started strong and played well. Yep. We're the number one t- scoring team in the big sky. Yeah. And we usually, by the first TV timeout with 16, 16 minutes left to go in the first half, we usually are at like 10 points or something. Yeah. That just shows how good of a team we can be if we can start out strong and actually play to our potential.
0: One thing that I think really helped them out a lot is last week they played Montana on Monday night. Then had the whole week off until yep. Saturday. Yep, and I think that's huge. It's huge, and obviously it showed in the final score. Yeah, this week tonight they play Northern Colorado. It's a massive game in Colorado. Um, they then, beat us at home. Yeah, they beat us at home, so that's a huge revenge game. It's going to be a huge, huge deal.
1: Yeah, we just have we just have to win it, and yeah. I mean like it's like we were saying for the women the, the women's and the men's team for UNC are pretty similar, whereas they just haven't played a lot of games. So Northern Colorado, only eight and four.
0: Tons of COVID cancellations. Yeah,
1: a lot of COVID cancellations by themselves, right? Like, not necessarily like the big sky asked them to. Like, UNC has just been very careful about it, which is fine, but they just don't have as many games under their belt. So, it's a big game, and it's a big game for them, right? Because they're in fifth, we're in second. Like, they could still be right there come the end of the year, you know, and they have the playmakers to make a deep run. So, this game is going to be big, and, and I'm excited for this one. I mean, they got a bunch of big games down the stretch. Like I was saying, most of their wins up to this point have begin have been against kind of the bottom feeder of the Big Sky.
0: You're talking SEU.
1: Yeah, I'm talking SEU. Sorry. Yeah.
0: No, I I mean, yeah, like they played Northern Colorado today. They play Montana State on Saturday. Um, NAU, then Montana, then Idaho State, then Weber. So, yeah, I mean, I mean,
1: you can break it down for the exact same way you did for the women, right? Northern three of Colorado,
0: Montana, Weber, and Montana State. Those four teams are all top five.
1: Yeah, four, we have one, two, three, four, five, six games left. Four of our six games left are against top the, other, teams the, the other league. top yeah, four the teams other top, in the top five. Yep. And that's insane. That's crazy. And at the same time, is that of kind of right. a blessing, though? What to do we see have to do right before the tournament? Right, to see him right before the tournament and to be like, I mean, we don't need to go 4-0 in that stretch. Yeah. Obviously, it'd be nice, but I'd almost rather we lose a couple of those so that, like, you know, we're not just going in as this giant into the tournament. Every, I think everybody is kind of beatable up at the top.
0: Oh, easily. Which
1: leads me into what I wanted to talk about. Weber State is, is spiraling. Yeah. I don't know is, what's going on with Weber State, but yeah. – they yeah, don't I'm, necessarily have it figured out right now. I'm I mean, glad they've that lost. You bring
0: that up because they remind me of us last year, where they're we, on a
1: three-game losing streak.
0: Yep. So talking about Weber State this season and Weber State, excuse me, Weber State this season and SU last season, they kind of peaked right in the middle of the season, got extremely hot, then kind of spiraled, like you said, towards the end of the regular season, went in the tournament, and I mean, as far as SU. Fell short of expectations, yeah,
1: dude. I thought they had lost two of their last three. I thought they won the middle game, but they didn't. So they February third, the beginning of this month, they played Montana at home, huge win, eighty to seventy five, really yep. good win. Then they played Montana State at home and got destroyed, yeah, fifty seven to seventy eight, just point. smacked around and then they played at Eastern Washington, lost that one by oh, 12. Eastern
0: Washington's not even good. I know.
1: That's what I'm saying. We beat Eastern Washington pretty good. Yeah. And then they played at Idaho and lost 79 and to I, 83. To Idaho. To Idaho, you remember the last time we were on the Thundercast, we talked about how easy Weber State's remaining schedule was. Yeah. Wow. They're on a three-game losing streak. That's I didn't they realize play, it was that bad. They play Sac State, who we just smacked, who we just smacked on Thursday, February 17th. So they don't have a game today. They play Thursday. If they lose to Sac State, it's like straight up panic mode. Yeah, so right for now this Weber State the
0: Big Sky standings, Montana State is number, number 1 at 12 and 2. SEU is number 2 at 10 and 3. Yeah. Weber State is number 3 at 11 and 4. Montana is they're at ten and five, and then Northern Colorado at eight and four. Yeah, we so,
1: we literally talked about it. We were like, Weaver State has it locked up. Yeah, looking at the looking at their remaining schedule, it was against all of the bottom feeder teams that we were just talking about. Yep. SU had they, already beaten.
0: They were coming off the loss to Montana State, but we were like, look how easy their schedule is. Look how easy their schedule. They only play, play the one seed.
1: top five team, and that's us. Yeah, everybody else is in the bottom tier of the Big Sky, wow. and they've lost three in a row.
0: So. The other thing, though, that's huge is talking about the the top five teams in the Big Sky. Though, I could honestly see any one of them winning. The
1: yeah, dude, uh, they're. I I completely agree. As as we're talking and dogging on Weber State, like they're still a very good yeah. We team. know how good they can play because yeah. they played ridiculously good at home against SUU, or I mean, yeah, at SUU, right. our home, and it was so obvious that 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 they're a a big sky championship level team. Right. right. I'm just
0: not even like talking about them in general, just talking about like right now it's so hard to try and predict like, oh yeah, these guys are going to be the team to look out for in the tournament just because of the top five teams. And like you said, Northern Colorado's missed out on a bunch of games. So yeah. even though their record is eight and four, like we really don't know how good they can be. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. Like, we're
1: talking about Weaver state being a contender and they have four losses as well. Yeah. They just have three more wins and that's just because UNC hasn't played enough games.
0: Literally any team in the Big Sky in the any of those top five teams. Any of the top five big teams. One hundred percent. And it's crazy because, like you said, we need to do some homework and figure out how the seating is going to be and all that yeah. stuff. And, and
1: we will next week probably yeah. or or the week after once once right if we're in the final play then we can talk about the last two games of, right. of conference but yeah any team I, the thing that the only thing that scares me about UNC is that. Yeah, I mean, eventually they're going to have to make up some games, right? There's a certain number of games that you have to play in order to qualify for the tournament. I don't know what that number is. Yeah, We could probably look it up. But, like, eventually they're going to have to start making up games, which means, like you're saying, they're going to be playing four games in a week, three games in a week, right? Like, they're going to have a packed schedule just trying to make up games. That does
0: not remind me. I'm glad that you brought that up. So we do have – technically we had an earlier Montana State game get canceled. The women's game that was canceled, that one got made up. I don't know why they didn't, maybe just because the travel schedule didn't work out. So, um, looking at the men's schedule, where they could possibly make up a game. Um,
1: it's it's the one I'm on looking the road. At
0: after. So, they play February 24th at the University of Montana. No, yeah. no, excuse me. That's in Cedar.
1: Oh, yeah. That is in Cedar.
0: So, yeah. I don't know if any of the travel schedules work out. They might have to. Anyways.
1: It'd be hard, so you'd have to do it right hard. here, right? Because that's that's when we Monday have our buy. So
0: even yeah, even after that Montana game,
1: right? So February twenty fourth is a Thursday. Yep. We play Montana at home, and we don't have another scheduled game until March third, which is Idaho State at Idaho, right? So right. during so that, that week, be... you'd have to squeeze it in either on that Saturday or on that Monday, right?
0: Either February twenty sixth or February twenty eighth would be when uh, that game will possibly meet. Right,
1: but now let now let me open up this montana state team right so yeah. keep keep that schedule up let me look at my, at what montana state schedule is yeah so they play they play montana on the 27th they play montana on sunday which i'm assuming right. is a makeup game yeah i don't know why they'd play on a sunday
0: and the other thing is i don't know if this is a game that has to be made up so maybe it just won't be made up right i don't know if it has to either so what they could do right so they oh that's when it'll be
1: dude So, February 19th is when they play us, okay? So, that's this – that's this This Saturday. Saturday. They don't play again until February 27th. Montana State doesn't. What? So, they'll just squeeze it in sometime in there, and and I think we'll be the ones that end up having a tougher schedule. So, we play that Saturday, then we play that Monday. Oh, and then we play Thursday again, dude. There's no way.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think they can –
1: Oh, that's gonna be Maybe hard to make up. Maybe it just won't be made up then. Yeah, and and like you were saying, it's not like it has to be. But it's
0: only one conference game. They've played all the other ones, so
1: that's still gonna be important. Like, like yeah. I don't know because it's obviously easier at home, right? So if we only play Montana State at home, and then we see them in the conference tournament, and now we're in a neutral location, and just things are different. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see.
0: No, I'm excited, though. This is when things are starting to heat up, obviously. Yeah, like you fi- see, this final
1: stretch is so fun.
0: Yeah, this is when you get to see who's peaking at the right time. I mean, we already talked about Weber State. They could be sliding. Maybe they're going to turn it around. But you always, always, always want to finish out your season strong. Yeah. You never want to peak in the middle of the season and then you know lose maybe your last two or three games of the yeah. regular season. That Which is, is
1: really important because yeah. – we have Weber State right. last game of the year.
0: Even if we don't win out the rest of the schedule, I mean worst case scenario you want to beat at least Northern Colorado, NAU and Idaho State. Yeah. And I
1: mean that yeah that's all that's the minimum.
0: Obviously you want to win as many as you can, but if we win Being
1: straight up if we beat Weber State last game of the year.
0: Yeah. Look out.
1: <laughs> I'd bet us for conference champions, being so genuine. That'd be because so Weaver State's the monkey on our back, always has right. been. Yeah. We can never get over that hump of Weaver State. That'd I mean, we did so last cool. year, and then we ran into Montana State, but we had not right. played them yet. So being genuine. I think because it's like you're saying, that momentum is just huge. Yeah. And beating a team that – I guess it kind of depends how Weaver State finishes out, but if they turn things on and actually look like a contender and then we go in and beat them, like – yeah. That'd I be mean, scary.
0: even so, even if Montana is still slot or excuse me, even if Weber State slides, say you finish out the season with wins over Idaho State and Weber, like that's two wins in a row. Yeah, that's totally. Good. totally. So definitely keep staying tuned to the Thundercast. We are going to be bringing you the the latest and greatest news surrounding SEU sports. So uh, stay tuned. Get back to us next Tuesday and we'll have some more more stuff for you.